It's time to tee it up on the golf show with Dean Millard. Brought to you by DeBoer's Golf Shop on your home for Edmonton sports. TSN 1260. Good evening and welcome to the Golf Show, everybody. I'm Dean Millard, your host for the next 60 minutes. My good friend Mark Majot is here with me as well. And uh, Mark will continue on with the Jason Strudwick Show tonight at uh, 9 o'clock. But until then, for the next 60 minutes, uh, we will talk golf. And there is uh, definitely lots to talk about. On the program tonight, we will speak with Rob Forschner from Alberta Golf. Uh, He will chat with us about the... Alberta Golf Mid-Handicap Championship that just wrapped up at the Glendale. I was fortunate enough to take part in that event. It was a fun tournament, and it was a new format. So we'll talk to Rob about why they decided to go with the Stableford system, if it made a difference, and what the overall reaction was. Everybody I talked to seemed to like it, and everybody I talked to seemed to really like the Glendale Golf Course. So uh, this is a tournament that is for the Handicap Index 6-24. to there's a lot of tournaments out there for really, really good golfers, like six and below. You're getting close to scratch golfers when you're when you're getting into the four, three, fives handicap. This is six to twenty fours. That means you can be I'm a sixteen handicap. I'm able to play. I'm right in the middle of this thing. And you know, it's a great time. So we'll give you some information on this tournament and maybe next year. Uh, it'll likely be back down south in southern Alberta. You can uh, play in it. Also, we'll speak with Eric Thorsteinson from Eagle Ranch uh, Golf Resort. Uh, I had a chance to play there on our golf trip, and it's one of the courses we're giving you a chance to play in our Golf in the Rockies Fantasy Foursome Contest. So we'll speak with Eric. They do some really cool things down there, not just with the golf, uh, but with uh, everything else around that area. It's such a beautiful area and just a dynamite golf course as well. So we'll speak with Eric in our 19-course preview. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter, at the golf show EDM, and you should be following us because uh, we're always trying to give away free stuff, especially free golf. And with the season wrapping up, we'll be trying to get in as many golf games as we can, so make sure you're following us on Twitter, at the golf show EDM, Uh, because we just might be inviting you out to play golf with us for free. You can also email the show, thegolfshow, at tsn1260.ca. And most likely the easiest way to get in touch with us is through text message. You can text us 101260. Standard message rates do apply. But love to hear your text messages regarding the golf show. Our In the Bag segment tonight will focus on animal Head covers. Mark Majot, I ask you this question. If you were to pick one animal head cover to represent yourself, like, would, would I know you would probably, probably go with some sort of Batman head cover if there was yep. one, but if you had to pick an animal, think of the animal world. What animal would represent Mark Majot for you're, a head cover? You're essentially just asking me what my spirit animal is. I, I kind of am. It's it's a personal question, I realize. That is. Oh, well, you're you're on the right track with something Batman related, but I've seen a couple like gray wolf head covers and those look pretty cool. They are very I cool. I like those ones. Yeah. So maybe 
Maybe a wolf of some sort. Very cool. I got the ducks all over my bag, uh, but we'll be speaking with TJ from DeBoer's about animal head covers and the cool ones that you can get down there at DeBoer's. In our On the Ball segment, we'll tell you why you should be using your glutes and how to use your glutes in the golf swing. Uh, Ask the Magic Man deals with uneven lies below and above your feet. And in our Evolution Golf Trivia, you will need to know some history about the Shaw Charity Classic. That's the Champions Tour event going on in Calgary this weekend. Our show brought to you by DeBoer's Golf. Come celebrate 15 years in the golf business with the friendliest staff around at DeBoer's Golf, 5311 99th Street. They are the cheers of golf where everybody knows your name. Don't get mad. Get straightened out at DeBoer's Golf. Our Sleeman original draft topic of the night, who has been the most disappointing golfer for you this season? You have a lot of choices out there. Obviously, Tiger Woods comes to mind. Phil Mickelson could be in there. Only one top 10, and that came at the PGA Championship. But for me, it's Jason Duffner. And I know he had some injury concerns, so I cut him a little bit of slack. But not making the cut in a couple of majors. Uh, for me, I, I was really expecting big things out of Jason Duffner. He's still 10th when it comes to the Ryder Cup standings. And if he was healthy, could maybe still get a uh, captain's pick, but he's got bulging disc problems, so I think he's going to be out. Uh, But we want to know from you, who is the most disappointing golfer on the PGA Tour this year for you? Uh, One winner, one listener, one response will receive a Outback Steakhouse gift card. As we roll now into Tour Talk, talking about what's been uh, going on, in the world of golf. That sound right there, though, tells you that you should be dialing up the Trestle Creek hotline, 444-1260, 444-1260, to get in on Evolution Golf Trivia. Give us a call right now on the Trestle Creek hotline. People are already living the dream at Trestle Creek Golf Resort, a four-season RV resort with the Creekside 9 opening in 2014. New phases selling now, TrestleCreek.ca, a family place that has it all. With nine private rooms, the indoor golf game has evolved at Evolution Golf. Book tee times at evolutiongolf.ca. Ask about their special events like the Masters, the Super Bowl, or the Grey Cup, and get your game tuned up throughout the winter. They have awesome leagues at Evolution Golf that you can join. It's simple. You go in at one time during the during the week. You play your hour of golf. You get in your round. It's entered into the system, and then you can win prizes. You can win cash. It's a real special place. Check them out, evolutiongolf.ca. Here is your Evolution Golf trivia question for tonight. Who won last year's Shaw Charity Classic in Calgary? Who won last year's Shaw Charity Classic in Calgary? It's the Champions Tour event that's taking place in Calgary at Canyon Meadows. We want to know who won last year's. Who won last year's Shaw Charity Classic in Calgary? As we continue on with uh, Tour Talk. Uh, By the way, Daryl McManus is the uh, winner of our Wolf Creek Major Pool. 
So he gets a free round of golf with two buddies and myself at Wolf Creek. And the fine folks at Blue Sky Limos are taking us down there in September for our day of golf. So big thanks to Blue Sky Limos. They'll be picking us up, transporting us with refreshments that the golf show will be providing. We'll play our round of golf, and then Blue Sky Limos will bring us right back to the City of Champions where we will recall our wonderful round of golf on the way home. So, uh, Daryl, congratulations to you on winning our Wolf Creek Major Pool, and uh, thanks to Blue Sky Limos, we'll all be riding comfortably down to Wolf Creek in September for that round of golf. Uh, I mentioned the mid-handicap championship wrapped up at the Glendale. Chris Patterson was the winner from the Alberta Public Players Club. He had 64 points in the Stableford system over two days at the Glendale. Uh, Myself, I was tied for 82nd with 31 points, Uh, so he he more than doubled me. So congratulations to Chris Patterson. I had a blast. I had a lovely time in this tournament, and thanks to my beautiful wife, uh, Patricia Fideco-Millard, for caddying for me. Only once did she drive away without giving me a club. Only once did I say, okay, I'm going to grab my wedge, you drive around to the back and bring me my putter. Okay? Okay. And then as I go to get my club, she speeds away with the car. So only once did that happen, and and I'm appreciative. But she did a wonderful job in caddying. Oh, so we do have a winner. Mark Majot, uh, we have a winner in Evolution Golf Trivia. Uh, but he West. couldn't stick around. Yes, Wes was the first person with the correct answer, which was Rocco Mediate. Rocco Mediate won last year's Shaw Charity Classic in Calgary. So congratulations to Wes. We have our winner in Evolution Golf Trivia. Uh, the Edmonton Amateur uh, wrapped up at the Windermere on uh, Monday as well. Canmore's Alex Large with four birdies on the back nine, one by three. In uh, PGA news, I guess the biggest news of the week was the Tiger split with Sean Foley. Curious to see what you think of that. The Canadian coach, I think, was working with broken goods. There's really not much he could have done with Tiger Woods. But he did help Tiger win player of the year last season, winning five times, so it couldn't have been all that bad. Tiger came to Sean Foley, a broken, beaten man, and left a broken, beaten man. So I really don't think Sean Foley is to blame for Tiger's poor year or injuries. I think Tiger not giving him enough time to recover is to blame. Hank Haney says Tiger should work by himself. We'll see what happens. But Butch Harmon's brother, Claude, could be an option for that. And ding, ding, round two, the FedEx Cup playoffs goes this weekend. And after the Barclays, it's Aaron White and Ryan Wright who are tied in our FedEx Cup pool. Both of them took Rory McIlroy and Matt Kuchar, and they are both tied for the lead. Kuchar brought home two hundred ninety-two grand. McIlroy disappointing seventy thousand two hundred. Uh, but what we're doing is you take your two players, FedEx Cup. After each event, you add up the money. Whoever has the most of money at the four events is your winner. You win a golf show prize pack. Unfortunately, you can't enter now anymore. But uh, I will keep updating the standings. On our final three shows. The Deutsche Bank Championship at TPC Boston this week. Down to 100 players and 30 will get dropped after this weekend. Uh, So we are getting down to the nitty gritty. And uh, there are some guys that are just hanging on by a thread. 
And speaking of that, Tom Watson will name three captains pick on September 2nd for the Ryder Cup. The front runners for me, Keegan Bradley and Hunter Mahan, who just won at the Barclays. And then who knows for that wild card, uh, third spot. Uh, Europe, eight of nine are secured. Graham McDowell is closing in on securing the ninth spot. It leaves three captains pick for Paul McGinley. Ian Poulter, for me, should be an automatic. I would go with Luke Donald. And I'd love to see the mechanic. Miguel Angel Jimenez lighting it up for Team Europe at the Ryder Cup. And on the LPGA, Son So Yun Yu wins the Canadian Women's Open for her first win in two years. Uh, Brooke Henderson was the top Canadian and amateur. Uh, Yu set a course record on day one with a 63 and smoked the tournament record of 18 under. She was 23 under, just four strokes shy of Annika Sorenstam's all-time tour record. Yeah, the record was 18 under, and she blew it away at 23 under. Just outstanding winning, wire to wire. Uh, But Brooke Henderson, the top Canadian and amateur, a good show by her. And on the Champions Tour, as mentioned in our trivia question, it's the Shaw Charity Classic in Calgary. Rocco Mediate, the defending champion. Stephen Ames is taking part. He's now eligible for the Champions Tour. There will be big, big galleries for Stephen Ames at that point uh, to take part in the uh, Shaw Charity Classic at Canyon Meadows. Uh, This will be, I believe, his second Champions Tour event. So you know that uh, the Calgary fans, of course, that's where he makes his home now. Uh, There'll be big crowds for Stephen Ames at the Shaw Charity Classic. Uh, This is just miscellaneous and and really important for anybody who's qualified for a million-dollar live drive or anybody who's ever golfed. A 12-year-old in a golf tournament aced a hole and won a car. A 12-year-old won a car. She can't drive it for another four years. Her mom gets a free car for the next four years. But it's insane. So there is hope for everybody in our million dollar. And you know how she did it? She duffed it. She hit it up on the hill and it rolled down into the hole. So there is hope for everybody in our million dollar live drive. If a 12-year-old in a golf tournament can duff it and still make it into the hole, there is hope for everybody in the million dollar live drive. This segment brought to you by the Ranch Golf and Country. Or this segment, uh, yeah, brought to you by the Ranch Golf and Country Club. Your laid-back tour-quality golf course. Check them out online at theranchgolf.com and book tee times at 470-4700. A thirty-nine-dollar twilight rate Monday to Thursday includes a five-dollar food voucher. Really hard to beat that. And keep in mind, the ranch has all kinds of winter activities going on. So when the golf course closes. They are still around for all kinds of winter activities that you could be doing. Uh, when we come back, we'll go in the bag, talking about animal head covers with the Boers Golf. We'll also speak with Rob Forschner from Alberta Golf and get on the ball with Lori Plouffe from Propel Sports Physio. But as we go, here's how you can golf for free in the Rocky Mountains, courtesy of us here at the Golf Show. We're back after this. It's fantasy golf time. Tell us who would be in your fantasy foursome and you could tee it up for free at four amazing Rocky Mountain courses. Eagle Ranch, Wildstone, Shadow Mountain, and St. Eugene Mission. And did we mention it's free? Full contest details at thegolfshow.co.
And now we return to your link to the links, the golf show with Dean Millard, brought to you by DeBoer's Golf Shop on your home for Edmonton sports, TSN 1260. Does your driver look like everyone else's hybrid? Time to get your gear up to speed. Let's go in the bag with DeBoer's Golf Shop. 11,000 square feet of golf heaven. 5311 99th Street. Don't get mad. Get straightened out at DeBoer's Golf Shop. Joined on the line by TJ from DeBoer's. And I'll tell you, on my golf bag, everybody knows it's me because I've got three or four duck head covers. And I have a Winnipeg Jet one, okay? I'll, I'll admit that from old time's sake. But I have three or four duck head covers, and you guys, TJ, have all kinds of different animals down there at DeBoer's. And I'm not talking about Alan and Nabber. I'm talking about the actual animal head covers that you have going on. We've got it all, man, from Stewie Griffin to the ducks to the uh, to the horses, cats, dogs, anything you need. You know, we're a big, uh, big supporter of expressing your personality through your clothing and through your clubs and everything else. But why not do it with your inner golf animal on top of your golf bag or your head cover or your driver, whatever you need. So I've got the big fuzzy Zeller duck and then I've got Daffy duck and then I've got just a, a mallard duck. What have you got on your bag? I'm a, I'm a Ricky the Rhino, you know, big strong guy out on the golf course. A little bit unpredictable is probably the best way to describe my game. Little left, little right, could probably hurt someone out there. Just like a Rhino, you know, makes sense. Yeah, you want to stay clear when you are on charging with that driver. That's oh cool. yes, sir, yes, sir. Animal head covers. Uh, what did you say? Express your inner animal. Your golf animal. Yeah, let's do that at DeBoer's Golf. This has been in the bag. This segment brought to you by Red Tail Landing Golf Club, a must-play course. For tee times, call 890-7888 or visit redtaillanding.com. Well, as we've been talking about, it's FedEx Cup time, and if you're in our pool, then you know that your two golfers need to make the most money down the stretch and you'll win a golf show prize pack. Brought to you by Wolf Creek Golf Resort, the one you drool over when driving down Highway 2. Full contest details at thegolfshow.co and download the new Wolf Creek app now. For more information, it's wolfcreekgolf.com. Lots of uh, responses coming in to the Coal Creek inbox. This one from Daryl McManus, our Wolf Creek major pool winner, about the most disappointing golfer. Tiger Woods, he humiliated himself by coming back too soon. And Glenn says, uh, most disappointing golfer has to be Tiger Woods. He had a very disappointing season. Regardless of injuries, he had a very poor year. And uh, this comes in about the Shaw Charity Classic. Uh, Wes says, I'm going next year to see those amazing players I admired as a young golfer. All of those coming in to the Coal Creek Inbox. It's year three at the Coal Creek Golf Resort and it's time to roll out this natural beauty full time. Golf seven days a week and experience the black sand traps for yourself, but hopefully not too often. Online at coalcreek.ca. By the way, just for those trying to enter our Wolf Creek uh, FedEx Cup pool, you can't enter anymore because the FedEx Cup playoffs have uh, started. So unfortunately, if you're selling your, or if you're sending your, uh, teams in. Unfortunately, we still we cannot take your entries anymore because the FedEx it just would not be fair uh, to the rest of the players. But joining us now on the Trestle Creek Hotline 
is uh, Rob Forstner from Alberta Golf. Rob, welcome to the program. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm uh, excellent, thank you. I'm I'm recovering from my uh, two uh, tournament rounds of golf that I get to play every year, and uh, hopefully next year I add a few more to them because I'm I'm getting more and more comfortable with the the nerves of tournament golf. But the Alberta Mid Handicap Championship took place at the Glendale over the past two days. I had a ball, and and I guess I'm wondering what the initial reaction is uh, from golfers that uh, you guys heard from uh, at Alberta Golf. Well, we're we're uh, currently um, compiling some uh, survey results and whatnot, but. But just for, from the initial reaction, it, uh, it seems like it was a positive move to, to go to the Stableford, so we're, uh, we're pretty happy with it. Tell us a little bit about why the decision was made to go to the Stableford, and, and maybe explain the Stableford uh, for any of our listeners out there who aren't sure what it is. Yeah, the, the Stableford is essentially is a point scale system. Uh, two is a fixed score, um, and we set it at par. Uh, you get one point for a bogey, uh, zero points for double bogey and higher, and uh, three points for birdie, four points in eagle, uh, and so on. Um, why we went to Steelford really came out of our 2013 uh, Mid Handicap Championship. Uh, we were we were at uh, Dinosaur Trail, which is uh, is a pretty difficult golf course, and and we found that players were uh, some of the players essentially were were playing themselves right out of the competition. Um, just on just by scoring incredibly high uh, double-digit numbers on, on some of the holes. So, what the Stableford uh, or the beauty of the Stableford is is that once you reach double bogey, you essentially pick up your ball. You don't. You get zero points for double bogey or higher, so you're not uh, you're not really hurting yourself if you go really high on a hole. So that was one of the the main reasons. And with the fact that players are able, were able to pick up their ball. Um, it also helps with our pace of play, which also wasn't very good last year at uh, the Mid Handicap Championship. So, those were two of the the main reasons why. I I would agree with you on both of those reasons. I played in the Mid Handicap last year as well at Dinosaur Trail. I was one of those guys that had double digits. I got a fifteen on one hole, and, oh, no. and yeah, and it was just it was just because I was in the rough, and and then I well I hit my golf cart, which was a two stroke penalty, and 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 it's a great it's a great event if you want to learn the rules because you certainly do learn all the rules, and and that's the way I like to play normally. I like to call, you know, if I double hit it, if I if I TC chan it, I call it on myself when I'm playing with my buddies because I know I want to get used to that when I play in this tournament. But I was one of those guys that had the double digits, a 15 on a hole, and I took myself right out of the tournament uh, midway through midway through the round. So I think the Stableford system, uh, for me, what it did was not not that I went into this tournament expecting to win, but at least it, it made me feel like I was still in contention. And I think it did for a lot of the other golfers as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was That was our goal, and I'm happy to hear you say that. Uh, the pace of play w- was a tough issue because that dinosaur trail is a real tough back nine. I thought the pace of play in the first round was was not bad. You know, we we kept up to our group. the The second day, though, wow, was it ever fast? We played in four hours, and 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 not very often you can say in an actual tournament, in a sanctioned tournament, that you can play in four hours, can you? No, it's uh, you know, tournament golf's obviously a lot, uh, a lot. There's there's a lot more in the process just with pre-shot routines and and playing in turn and 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 all the and the nerves, calming the nerves and all that kind of stuff. So for to get uh, to get around in four hours is, is really quite uh, exceptional. 
For sure. Uh, the host club was the Glendale, and it was excellent. Uh, I talked to a lot of my competitors that I was uh, playing with and playing against, and, and a lot of them said one of the reasons that they signed up for this tournament because or was because of the venue and that they wouldn't get a chance to play the Glendale normally. Uh, you know, how nice was it for you guys to be able to go to a golf course that's a private golf course that's known as a player's golf course in Edmonton, one of the better golf courses, and hold this tournament and give golfers from around the province a chance to play a course they normally wouldn't get to play. What, what was it like for you guys to be able to do that? Yeah, you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too hard of a process to, to secure Glendale. They were incredibly accommodating from the start. Um, we basically just approached them with the uh, with the format and and they went along and, and you know they're just a uh, incredibly accommodating uh, group over there so it wasn't uh, it wasn't too hard and uh, you know we we definitely like to give our membership the opportunity to play some of these these courses like you said that where where they might not have the opportunity and uh, yeah you know it's uh, it was it was a great week. For sure. Uh, 64 points was the winner. Chris Patterson from the Alberta Public Players Club. Um, is is that you know I'm I'm not a, a veteran of Stableford, uh, but do you think the Stableford system allowed golfers to free themselves up a little bit more, play a little bit more aggressive? I I I know my philosophy was I wasn't afraid to miss putts because the worst I was going to get was zero points on a hole and pick up and move to the next one. So I wasn't worried about putting up a nine or a ten by blowing it past the holes. And they were quick greens, but do you think that was the case? It allowed guys to play a little bit more aggressive. I do uh, certainly that uh, if I was playing in the tournament myself, that would have been my strategy to definitely go at a few more pins and, and that kind of thing. You know, just because you know you're not shooting yourself out of the tournament, like you, like you said, you know, you can you can blow a putt by or give a good or give a putt, sorry, a good run, um, whereas opposed to um, you know you're you're not you're not going to be defensive. You're going to you know try to get as many points as you can. So yeah, I, I think uh, certainly. Um, a few guys, or hopefully more than a few guys, were able to take advantage of that and, and, and play aggressive, and hopefully it worked out for them. Yeah, for sure, and, and and I think you know, 64 points. Uh, Chris Patterson, he put up 36 points on the second day, and, and he only had 28 points, so he was able to go really, really low uh, on the second day, and that's where you know you can get aggressive and, and you know kind of what you have to do. Um, this this is a this is a fun tournament, and I think it's a tournament that that a lot of my listeners can get some enjoyment out of. Um, you know what, what's the what's the main purpose you guys put this tournament on for? Yeah, yeah. This tournament um, really caters to our um, our mid level, I guess, mid level competitive player. Um, you know, our our am our am or low am guys, they're they're seven point nine handicaps or less. Um, the Alberta Open guys, they're five point zero handicap or less. So our mid handicap guys might not necessarily get a chance or an opportunity to play in those two championships. So we built this championship for them. Um, it's it's a 6.0 handicap to 24, um, and uh, and yeah, it seems to be growing as far as uh, as far as I can tell from last year to this year. Obviously, the you know securing the Glendale was was a huge huge thing in uh, in boosting participation. Yeah, were your numbers up this year from last year? Yeah, we had uh, 57 golfers, I believe, at uh, Drumheller, maybe maybe wow. 60. So. You know, we almost got 40 more this year, and then hopefully we can get a full 120 
the uh, 2015 season. And and this this generally, from what I understand from uh, talking to different people that have played in it in the past, it rotates uh, from southern to northern Alberta. Uh, do we know yet where it will be held next year? We're uh, we're, we're looking uh, to secure a venue in Calgary, um, but uh, things nothing confirmed as of yet. But they you know the talks are on the well, the moment. Excellent stuff, Rob. Thanks very much for joining us here. Uh, you guys put on a uh, first-class tournament, and uh, the volunteers, uh, the spotters, uh, the rules officials, and everybody at the Glendale were first-class, and I'm already looking forward to next year's event, and I highly recommend it for anybody in the 6-24 to 24 Handicap Index to get out and try this event. Thanks very much, Dean. Okay, take care. Bye now. Bye-bye. There's uh, Rob Forchner from Alberta Golf. Just check it out, Alberta Golf, on their website. All the information is there. If you want to test yourself, this is one of the best tournaments that you can do it in. And if you want to test yourself in a closest-to-the-pin contest, give us a call right now at 444-1260. It's our Trestle Creek Creek qualifier. Just for calling and being the third caller in, you will receive four rounds with cart to Trestle Creek, and you'll qualify for our closest-to-the-pin contest which is going to happen in September sometime. The folks from Trestle Creek will have all the details on that when they get a hold of you about your prize. But caller number three right now wins four rounds with cart and uh, qualifies for the closest to the pin contest. As we head to break, let's get on the ball with Propel Sports Physio and Lori Plouffe. Time to get on the ball with Propel Sports Physio getting you back in the game and keeping you there. With Lori Plouffe of Propel Sports Physio. And Lori, this week we're talking about the importance of the glutes in the golf swing. Yes. So everyone wants more power, more distance with their golf swing. The glutes are your strongest muscle in the body. And they're really important when it comes to the golf swing. They're the king of the golf swing. The glutes become important because they help stabilize our pelvis, which is our hip bones and that middle area of us. And to be stable in that pelvis, that allows us to transfer power from the ground right up through our body into our arms and create that distance and power that we want. In a physical assessment, we will see a lot of the times that there's a difficulty in coordinating the glutes and the contraction and the power that they require for an efficient golf swing through that movement. So what we want to do is make sure that we are activating them and timing them properly in order to create that power. There's lots of very simple exercises that even a healthy golfer can do to maintain and improve the glute strength. And especially a golfer that's had some low back pain or is suffering from some swing faults, lots of times activating those glutes and getting that timing and sequencing properly will help correct a lot of those problems. Power of your glutes this week on On the Ball at Propel Sports Physio. You can find Propel Sports Physio at either of their Southside locations, 99th Street in the White Mud and Ellerslie in 119th Street, or online at PropelSportsPhysio.com. Now we return to your link to the links, the golf show with Dean Millard. Brought to you by DeBoer's Golf Shop on your home for Edmonton sports, TSN 1260. A three-stroke lead if he makes this for his second eagle of the day. Hello. Dead flat center. He goes to nine under par, leaving the 13th hole. A three-shot lead over Haven and Titan.
This segment brought to you by the Edmonton Petroleum Golf and Country Club, priding itself on premier course conditions, incredible access, great flexibility to entertain guests, wonderful practice facilities, first-class friendly service, and the best patio overlooking the course in Alberta. There's that music that I love because it signifies Ask the Magic Man with Bruce Hardy from the Millwoods Golf Course. And this week, it's Andy who has a question. And actually, Bruce, Andy's had a couple of lessons from you and said it's really helped his game. But he is having a problem when the ball is below and above his feet. So Andy wants to know, can you help me out with some uh, tips on what to do when the ball is below and above my feet? So take it away, Magic Man. Yeah, great question. Um, One of the big things about the ball being in a hilly golf course like in the mountain and stuff like that the ball below your feet I mean we have to do a couple things that we have to get set up better to the golf ball number one is because the ball is going to be lower and below my feet I'm going to have to bend a little bit more forward and sit almost a little bit more bend my knees more so I can get down to that ball but the problem with that now is I'm restricting myself to to get any motion of turn or anything so the club's going to swing a little bit upright and with the ball being where it is, it's going to curve a lot more to the right. So what I would suggest them to do is aim a little bit more left, get a good setup, bend a little bit more, get down there a little lower to the ball, bring that golf club up, swing it, and the, call, the ball should curve a little bit to the right, left to right, for a right-handed player. And if the ball is above my feet, it's exactly the opposite. You're going to choke up a little bit on the golf club, you're probably going to stand up a lot more taller and the golf swing is going to be a little bit more rounder so you're going to get that more rotational turn of your your shoulders and what happens then is again because you're getting so much turn your golf ball is going to get a lot of curvature going right to left so these little compensations for the golf swing getting good posture good setup and set up for the ball curvature which is going to with both of those lies going to go left or right Perfect stuff from the Magic Man, Bruce Hardy. And for his question, Andy wins a lesson uh, with the Magic Man. Thanks once again for joining us, Bruce, and enjoy the evening. Thanks, Dean. Have a great show. And just before we get to our 19-course preview, a couple of more tweets coming into our Coal Creek inbox. Michael says, Graeme Dillette, the most disappointing, thought it would be his breakout year. And Cam says, other than Tiger, has to be Keegan Bradley. I think Keegan Bradley's going to redeem himself at the Ryder Cup. Uh, time now for our 19-course preview. We will be joined by Eric Thorsteinson from Eagle Ranch. This course preview presented by 19. Before or after your round, dine at 19. Now open for lunch. Upscale dining in a casual atmosphere. Dine19.com. Well, Eric, this is your uh, first year here at Eagle Ranch. Uh, I guess maybe tell me, um, you know, what was your first impression of the golf course, the facilities, and and the general setup when you first got here? Well, I've always been a fan of Eagle Ranch and always uh, um, had the opportunity to play here lots um, when I was at Royal Mayfair, and we'd we'd come for an event called the Challenge Cup, and and it's obviously a top 100 golf course in Canada, and it's just always immaculate and always uh, in perfect condition, and that's probably been the 
the biggest drawing uh, for for players and for me when I thought thought of the golf course or think back to the property is the golf course is immaculate all the time and the uh, the holes are just stunning. There's uh, when you think about a hole and you think about what's the one hole that's a signature hole of the property. There's so many that we have um, that's our signature holes that uh, it's just a treat to play. And what has, since you've been here and you've you know gotten to know the course a little bit more from being here, what's really grown on you at the course? Um, you know, it, it just re, re, uh, I guess reaffirmed my thoughts of uh, it playing it when, uh, you know, five uh, to eight years ago. And I played it uh, quite a bit. I've played it probably over a dozen times prior to starting here. So um, just those thoughts and, and the... the um, historical understanding and and uh, and remembering every hole that you ever played when you get to the tee, and that's what I really think it signifies a good golf course to a great golf course. That when you replay the holes in your head, um, you can think about every single hole um, that is on the property, and it's not just uh, minutia, and it doesn't just kind of um, be a blah or, or a gray kind of golf course. It's something that's really um, interesting and unique and challenging, and, and we certainly have that here. What are some of your favorite holes, and, and are they new than maybe before? You know, Have you come to appreciate a few different holes since being here? Yeah, um, playing it now, um, getting probably more familiar with the course and knowing how to play some of those holes, I think I probably would have, or I did attack the golf course more so when I played it um, um, years ago, but now playing it more and more, you more appreciation of not actually uh, maybe being as aggressive, being more um, strategic in your play. Um, the golf course isn't overly long, but it is uh, uh, strategically placing your tee shots to allow you um, to better score and not being that uh, aggressive and, and grip and rip off the tee because it is a golf course from, for the most part that you can uh, bring the driver out on, on majority of the holes, but some of them it's probably better just to play smart and, and play strategically. Mm -hmm. uh, when we do talk about signature holes and, and the type of golf course, we'll get to signature holes in a second. How would you describe the type of golf course? Um, you know, we, we hear of links courses, resort courses. This is obviously a resort course. How would you describe how the golf course plays yeah i'd like to think we're a player friendly resort type golf course um it's manicured from from really tee to green extremely well and we've really softened the, the golf course to allow those players those bogey golfers to, um, the ability to find their balls when they go a little errant um it's still you need to you drive your ball well so that you're not finding some of those um uh, forest areas that we have on our property because we are um, in the Columbia Valley and we do have a, a mountainous uh, terrain and a lot of topography changes but the gorges are probably the biggest um, thing that stands out in the minds of people that play here and, and we have areas where you're needing to force carries off the tee and um, but yeah, we'd be a we'd be a fun resort style golf course for sure. Let's talk about some signature holes, and and you you probably have a couple that you'd like to feature, but maybe maybe uh, tell me a couple of the holes that really stand out at this golf course that when people play it, they walk away saying, "Now that's a golf hole." Yeah, and there's uh, you know what, there's so many when I think think of it, and I think as I mentioned before, I think that's one of the things that you uh, you think about when uh, taking good golf for a great a good golf course to a great golf course is remembering them all. And I think we have really 12 to 13 um, signature holes, but 
I, I guess the one that really stands out probably for most players is our 16th hole, which is a par 3, and it's a forced carry over a gorge. And there's a little bear's den at the bottom left-hand corner of it that uh, players don't necessarily see, but um, it's uh, historically something that um, the bear has always been there. And uh, it's a great par 3 forced carry from tee to green, playing from 130 yards to uh, almost uh, probably 190 and just a really cool hole because you're elevated and and uh, it's a um, feast or famine type of a hole where you're just hitting the green. It's almost like an island green. That's probably one. And, and 18 is is a spectacular, memorable hole, par mm -hmm. five, where um, your second shot is over a, a gorge and and a tee shot really sets you up for success there. And and um, those are probably two of the uh, the more uh, talked about holes, but. There's another four or five that are force carries over the gorge that are memorable. Nine comes to mind. Um, uh, Twelve comes to mind with, uh, uh, again, the topography changes of the holes, which is pretty cool here. Um, uh, a, lot of, a lot of areas where their uh, topography really takes um, this, this strategy into the hole, knowing that uh, you have a 100-foot or, or 80-foot drop, that what's that going to take, a one or two club less or or uh, so those pretty spectacular holes. Uh, golf is what you guys do here, but you guys are also in the business of, um, you know, you're in a, it's a family business because the families come here and, and bring their kids. Uh, you're in the entertainment business, and you guys are trying to do things that cater to golf and families here. You bet. You know, we've always talked about us being in the entertainment business, and I always talk to our team and say, you know, we're in the happy people business and, and saying that we're in the business of making people happy. And when we're, when we're here, we always think about touch points that we can add to our uh, experience, whether they're dining or golfing, that can give people that, wow, that was amazing. That was, they cared and I uh, want to come back. And we, to that point, we've adding some uh, features on our, um, below our deck area, which will allow people to play soccer golf to uh, play frisbee golf to do some snag junior golf we've got a badminton um, court we've got a, um, a bocce ball we've got lawn darts all again to think people not just uh, um, golf specific but we are a resort and we're here to make people happy and enjoy themselves and again it's uh, we're in the business of making people happy and we're in the entertainment business for mm -hmm. sure and and it gives the people a chance to come here you know play maybe play around to golf have dinner and 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 for their kids to be able to do something and it really is uh, really makes playing at Eagle Ranch a family day affair no question, um, and we we uh, embrace the family values, and and uh, that's some part of our core values and mission of our property. And what we look at, and we've done other things as well in terms of allowing juniors to uh, play free with an adult in twilight, and we allow juniors to use our practice silly for free, all uh, again to bring families to our property and to enjoy the great spectacular views we have off our deck. And um, there's so many things more than just the great golf course um, to do here. And we want everyone to enjoy the game of golf. Um, and we think all the fun activities we're doing is bringing kids to think the golf course is not just an area where it's kind of snobby and a place to, to golf, but also a place to have fun and enjoy yourself. And, and uh, the th games that we've introduced are, are games that um, that tactile thing for the young, young kids under 10 years of age will get a feel that, oh, golf's not just golf with a golf club. It's golf with a...
um, soccer ball, it's golf with a frisbee, it's um, understanding um, the, the speed in terms of throwing a bocce ball. So all the things that, uh, again, in the entertainment business are making people happy. Great stuff, Eric. Uh, good to see you again. Congrats on the uh, move to Eagle Ranch here, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Dean. Always a pleasure. And that's going to put a wrap on things tonight for another golf show. I'd like to thank Rob Forshner from Alberta Golf and Eric Thorsteinson from Eagle Ranch, as well as Lori Plouffe and TJ from DeBoers. We also heard from Bruce Hardy of the Millwoods Golf Course. For Mark Majot, I'm Dean Millard. The Jason Strudwick Show starts now. Playtime is over. 